Hey guys, before we start, look, I just want to tell you guys that uh, my wife is now a Jafar. She's got a symbiote in her belly. Oh, oh shit. Hey! <laughs> you put and, uh, your symbiote in her belly. <laughs> and, uh, you I'm have gonna, bought the shit out of her. I'm going to be a Braytac. So. <laughs> oh, well done. Congratulations. Uh, well done. Let's hope you don't get a Ryak. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> no, look, um, for how long have we been doing this? Three years. Three yeah. years. So three and a half years ago, I never would have thought I would have revealed the fact I'm going to be a dad in a in a Stargate related uh, way. But there we go. It's and there were so my many life. Stargate things that happened, <laughs> jokes in there. Yeah, which were great. Mm. I mean, yeah, three years ago, you literally couldn't have announced it like that because no. none of those words would have meant anything to you. And yeah, that's that's yeah. the whole reason I started this podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> to get in on the jokes, yeah. to understand the jokes. <laughs> and now you make one of the most important announcements of your life with the in jokes. Look, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak yeah. on behalf of Maddie. Brennan, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely, you're welcome. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Well awesome, done. man. Yeah, well, yeah, done. Geez, guys. well done. And Very your job's fun. over now. So yeah. uh, sit back, put like the feet up, and let her yeah. do the cooking. I still haven't cleaned the house since. No, why would you? <laughs> Kid's not here. Into Gate. This is episode 130. We're talking Stargate Ooh, SG1. The full Get Into Gate team is here. My name Mitch. Joining me, as always, Matty. Yow. Brendan. Hello. And Reese. G'day, guys. Reese is our first time viewer. The rest of us are long term fans of Stargate. We are here to break down one episode at a time and get Reese's thoughts as a first timer each and every week here on the podcast. We are up to season six, episode 19, The Changeling. Let's get into it, as we do each and every week. Go back to the old synopsis of the episode, see what it's about, and throw it over to Reese and see what he thought. Teal'c mysteriously begins to lose his grip on reality and is haunted by visions of an alternate existence where he is a normal human being. As his paranoia deepens, Teal'c must rely on the help and comfort of his old friend, Daniel Jackson, to determine where his dreams end and his reality begins. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Get it back, oh darling. We did talk about this last week. At the end of the episode, Reese, we said, look, this is written by one Christopher Judge. Mm, It is a Tilk episode. It's Mm. got all the makings of giving you ten hearts. Absolutely. What did you think of this one? Oh, look, when it it first started, uh, it was that first shot. Tilk was in the hospital bed, and I was like, what's going on here? My wife says, they're going to remove his emblem. I was like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> he doesn't want to look like Ryan right Divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Is it too late? Um, I don't care if you're pregnant. Oh, <laughs> baby brain's kicking in early, I see. I'll, I'll go to a different planet and you, leave you two here. But I was, and then the very next scene, he's got no emblem. I'm like, they're taking his emblem off. What's going on? And then he started having emotion and like acting normal. And I'm like, what is going on here? Hey, bro. And that was pretty he's cool. He's his nipples like, out as well, mind you. He what? His nipples. They were glorious. He... Right. I thought you said he grew his nipples out. No, his <laughs> glorious nipples. Just for the role. They were about out. 10 hards. I didn't realise he was trimming them. <laughs> it was about 10 hards, those nipples. <laughs> right. Jonas just came into the bathroom just to look at it. His nipples. My God. Mm. How long are you going to go on with this? True. <laughs> or Proby was his name. <laughs> yeah, and then probing. That, that went on. And then halfway through the fireman um, scene, I was just like, okay, this is getting... A bit long-winded, and then 
Of course, mm. I knew I knew Shanks was back because they telegraphed it. In yeah, the, they ruined it in the credits in again. In the front credits, oh, but um, yeah. yeah, big time. I feel like but it's then, in an even bigger font than last time. Yeah, yeah, it's in his contract. It's right in the middle. But there's but so then many words start- to fit in, isn't it? And special guest appearance yeah. by Michael yeah. Shanks as Daniel Jackson. It's like, <laughs> we, there's no room left to see the picture. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then, yeah, so I got I got sick of it towards the middle, but then by the end, yeah, it brought me back. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, a, I got a second wind. Yeah, it's one that I think needs a couple of viewings as well because the first time you watch it, you're like, what the f*** is yeah. going on? And then when you realise what's a dream, because even it's like the stuff that's happening in the SGC is a dream as well. Yeah. So it's like it's a, it's going from one dream into another dream and it's not till sort of right at the end that it's actually what's actually happening. Mm. Yeah. So uh, once and you know that, that, you can go back and appreciate each scene for what it is. And I think I, I've telegraphed it in um, a few previous episodes that if I don't know what's going on in the episode, like if I'm not the fifth member of FG, SG1 and I don't have a fair idea of what they know, then uh, I'm just annoyed. Yeah. Which I understand now I had a fair idea of what Tilk knew because he didn't know anything. Yeah. And he was would have been just as confused, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, like I said, it got annoying. But mm. then once I figured out, once they, they told us, yeah, this is what's happening, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's cool then. That's all right. Yeah. And the fact that Daniel Jackson came in as Daniel Jackson, not not this character in the you yeah, know, yeah, in the was, in the normal I world. I like that the most. Mm. I think the whole Daniel thing um coming in, "Hi, I'm Dr. Daniel Jackson." Like everyone else had a pseudonym. Yeah. Mm. But he was Dr. Daniel Jackson. Like that's actually him. Yeah. Like it's not it's not just a vision. He's in his vision. Yeah. Mm. And actually yeah, but he's integrating himself into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah to try and he's and like, help, no, it wasn't him. me, technically. I didn't help you because I'm not meant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was cool the way they did it. Yeah. Actually, one point where about Daniel, he said, oh, I'm late for something at 20 minutes is up. Mm. I was like, ooh, that's something for the next couple of episodes. Mm, I just I thought assume. it was... I just thought he knew that it right. was it was time that that uh, Tilk and Braytac were going to swap symbiotes, so he was, he was going to switch visions again. And Daniel's like, "I'm not going back to the SGC for that vision. I'm staying in this." Oh yeah, maybe. Here. He's like, "So nicer. I'm going I'm to go before you transition into the other." Into yeah, the other possibly. I, I thought he had to do something in away away land somewhere, which may That'd or may not come back. It, it'd be good if they alluded to like he was helping SG the SGC find Tilk, but it's like, well, we knew where Tilk was all along. We just weren't looking. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be away for a yeah. few days. Yeah. So, yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. During the um, the big fire sequence, though, there was just one thing that kept rolling around in my head. I don't know if you guys had got it, but this kept rolling around and around my head every time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Five and Sam. Good old Five and Sam. Now, if there was a cat in that vision. <laughs> no, Postman Pat had the cat. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure he, Fireman Sam had a pet, didn't he? I don't know. He had that little, Maybe, Welsh, yeah, that little Welsh kid was his pet. He just, had, he just had a probie. Did, um, <laughs> was Fireman Sam on in the United States? I feel Ooh. like it was a BBC and oh, ABC it is, Yeah, it is a, it is a bombing thing. one. Well, we got it, though. Yeah, but we get everything, mate. Mate, we're part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, Whatever the true. Queen gets, we get. We get, we get everything, mate. <laughs> you know, if you know what I mean. Except all the good US shows. You can bring it down to Mitch. You can bring it down now. It's fine. Yeah, except great Netflix. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Amazon Pro- Amazon Vision or whatever it is. Amazon Prime. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
and Stan ruined everything. I mean, great people. Oh, great great people. I mean, they, they host thank Stargate. You, yeah. That's yeah. how I've been watching Stargate, actually. Just on the I blame move. Malcolm Turnbull. Mm. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Because he cancelled all the VPNs. That's why. Right. Well, that's... Hat. There's an easy workaround. Hey, um, what you were saying a minute ago, <laughs> Brendan, about um, Proby. Jonas being Proby. Yep. Now, I remember, I don't know whether it was with Craig or one of our other mutual friends who was into Stargate, but I remember having an argument with one of them over whether it was Proby versus Provy, as in probational or provisional. Oh, yeah. And I, to, for the life of me, I can't, remember, a, I can't remember A, who I was arguing with, or B, which one I was demanding was the actual <laughs> one. Like, I don't know if I was Proby or Provy. And for some reason, in bloody 2007, none of us thought to just turn on the subtitles <laughs> and find out what it actually was. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, while they're not it's here. It's a bit of Gwyneth Paltrow gear. Yeah, absolutely. For the entertainment. <laughs> well, I'd, we don't Google. I'd yeah, like, I'd like to out? think that I was pushing Proby and they were pushing Provy. And while they're not here, you absolutely Of course were. you would well, like to oh, think that. Absolutely no, you only, were only right. because they were both, at the time... <laughs> like he, he knows that he was Provy. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're just like, oh, now that no one's going to back it up, I was Proby. No, the only thing I can think of is that... Both of them were in the military, and a provisional officer is a thing, not a probational officer like, yeah. like this yeah, is. Yeah. But then again, it could have been me from watching certain sci-fi shows that have the military in them. What there's, one? There's provisional officers in that kind. Yeah, yeah, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Complete as, guess. Never as seen it. Provisional officers, That's um, not what as he's opposed talking to about. probational. <laughs> Obviously, it's <laughs> never what he's talking about. It's either Star Trek or Roseanne. <laughs> That is it. You guys bring up Ro- hey. Roseanne is my. Oh, Cooper. here we go again. Don't what? forget about what Caroline about in the city. <laughs> Rose- <laughs> Caroline in the city. <laughs> Roseanne is my Cooper. You guys bring it up more than I do. I don't know about that. So Jonas got a new apron. <laughs> yeah, they should have What's had the- that in the first episode. That was a crack up, man. Yeah, he was yeah, okay man. with it too. He should have been wearing that in the SGC, definitely. He loved it. I'm just gonna go oh. check on breakfast. Yeah, except it should have been like a little. <laughs> It you do that, Proby. <laughs> it should have been. Happy birthday. <laughs> Come back just wearing the apron. And then they all walked out wearing them. Yeah. Like, I would have loved it if he wore that to the crash that they went to. <laughs> I don't have time to take it off. I just got to put my jacket on and go. Blow the candles. <laughs> at the fire. Oh, one thing I forgot to say. Apophis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Puff Daddy, Pete's back. My wife actually cracked up laughing at me because as soon as I saw him, like, as a doctor, I'm like, Apophis. <laughs> and my wife started cracking up. She goes, I can't, I haven't seen you this excited in so long. It told me he was dead. I mean, honestly, I, I was more excited to see Apophis than I was to hear that my wife was pregnant. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's, that's true. You're expecting that. I think. I think that's why she. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's why she was laughing so. Hard. That's because seeing Apophis isn't going to cost you tens of hundreds yeah, of thousands of dollars over the next twenty years of your life. Yeah, you're not wrong. There's our promo for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, shit. Uh, it, on the social. It's, um, <laughs> it wasn't the only cameo, you're actually. That. <laughs> So in the uh, fireman scene, the actual first fireman um, sliding down the pole during that big sort of when they're all gearing up, <laughs> that's Amanda Tapping's real life husband. So that was him. What's his name? Oh, I didn't write it down. Didn't um, write it down, Tapping? Nah. Yeah. I think <laughs> his name's Typhoon. Penn. Yeah. Well, his name wouldn't be, his name wouldn't be Tapping. It'd be something else. Um, the, the kid Glass. in... Glass. Oh, God. Glass Tapping. I get it. He'll make a toast. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> um... 
think it does. The kid That's in the, the sun toast, I think. <laughs> the kid uh, in the car accident is uh, Chris Judge's actual real son. They that was the, right. like ten year old boy. That was his actual. Oh, son. from God of War. Yeah, that guy. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> He's Benjamin buttoning it just. For <laughs> yeah. um, and the hot nurse, the hot nurse in the um, hospital vision. Oh yeah, what was his name? <laughs> Greg Tilk. Hey, nurse is gonna be man. Um, Wouldn't have thought. So. Not not in Stargate. No. Um, that was Chris Judge's girlfriend, now wife. Was that her? I was wondering if it was her. Oh, the one that was backing up against the wall? Uh, I don't know what they do in their spare time, maybe. <laughs> no, when she... She had the white tennis when, shoes on. when he was having the vision of Apophis and then she turned... He was in the old old mm, bloke's room. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. did seem very... Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah. her. Yeah. I thought she just had her... <laughs> I, thought, I thought she just had her shoulders back. Right, there's, no, there's, those. there's two yeah. things now more exciting for us this week than finding out that these white... Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, well Chris. done, Christopher Judge. Fuck He's doing very well for himself. And flip side, she's doing very well for herself as well. Well, obviously... You know. Yeah, I mean that that opening scene where he's standing there in front of the mirror, and I'm oh, like, oh. "You are, you are cut like some kind of Greek." Yeah. And what did he say in the audio commentary? Where are the love handles? I'm like, <laughs> dude, there is none. Yeah. <laughs> I think he says in um in season one of the season seven commentaries, yeah, through season six and seven, he put on about twenty five pounds of muscle. Like he wow. just once once. How da- do you know? Are you watching ahead? I just watch the shows a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. once, once I guess once Daniel left and he didn't have his you know best bud to go and get up to mischief with. Yeah, he was just hitting the gym in his spare time and yeah, yeah, put on like twenty five pounds of muscle. Or I, lo- I like to think it, it, he it, it is his name. He gets solo writing credit, Christopher Judge, for this episode that he did actually write every word of the script because there is that scene with Daniel Jackson late on. And he's like, I don't know if you're healthy enough for for the surgery. He's like, look at me. I'm the healthiest human being you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Like, God damn, God damn right you are. Hey. <laughs> God, look at those traps. <laughs> I don't even know what traps are, but that must be well, it. Eddie, Your traps are I, traps. Think, <laughs> I think he might have had some input on the, the costume as well, the costume design, because if you notice, he's not wearing a patient gown. He's wearing doctor scrubs. <laughs> yeah, that's Like, true. just which are much more form-fitting, mm, you know. And it's, and it's not... An, uh, imagine Teal walk around in a gown that opens in the back. That like, would have been great. His keys to blowing in the wind. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> <His keys to>. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my glutes. Uh, <laughs> I want to show off every muscle I've got. <laughs> I did find it funny, though, that um, in Teal's sort of dr- b- b- a dream when he's a, he's a fireman, it's not his wife he's dreaming of that's his partner. No. It's yeah. old Shonok from yep. um from Crossroads. Yeah. Could they just easily translate Shonok into an English woman's name easier than they could have? Yeah, well, she was Shauna. Yeah. She was yeah. just Shauna. Yeah, Shonok to Shauna, and it's like, oh, Yeah, I suppose Dreyark, that's going to be harder, isn't it? Mind you, they just called Braytac Bray. Yeah. Like, that was yeah, someone's that's name. That's a name. Sure. And I think I, it, I, I, subtitles are B-R-A-E. It's like yeah. Bray, and I'm like, that, where in the world that's is that a name? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it was just mainly whatever actress was available at the time. Probably, that's who they got, probably. And although they didn't, it's share... probably fresh in the mind too, because like Tilk's wife was in it twice. Yeah, but for she two di- different actresses. She mm. died like six months ago at the start of the season. He had a funeral yeah, pie. She wasn't in the episode. 
That's how much we cared. Yeah, but Tilk in the story, Barry like burnt his wife like six months ago, mm. as opposed to Shonok, who I died like two and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's why they brought Shonok yeah. back. Yeah. And Shonok was his like, he had a fling with her pre. Yeah, back in the early right? days. Yeah, yeah, before he was um, yeah. married. Yeah, it was like the one that got away and then yeah, like, came they grew back, up together so... as kids or something from memory. Yeah, see, Shonok. Yeah, nuts. like the, the fact that. Tilk burnt his wife wasn't a tribal tradition. He just wanted to make sure she was yeah. dead. <laughs> well, Let's burn this bitch. And I guess timeline wise, for Take Tilk, her organs what if you got left the planet? <laughs> timeline wise, the for nagger. Tilk, Dreyar, um, Shanok is the last person he had sex with, not Dreyark. So maybe that's, you know. Yeah. Well, that of, we know of. There's a bit yeah. of symbiote muscle memory kind of thing going on there. Yeah. Pretty sure him and Jonas got it on. Well, yeah, that leads Jonas me to, to my next point is Shonok and Corrin, both in this episode, didn't share any scenes together, I don't believe. However, in 2005, they went on to start in a movie together called Mansquito. Which One is, of the great films. Which Absolutely. is basically just a B-movie knockoff of The Fly, but... I wouldn't have thought so. Surprisingly, <laughs> nah. turns into a mosquito. Have a listen. <laughs> Whoever wrote Bane wrote that movie. I've, uh, I've got the trailer here for bug. you. A movie about a bug. I've got the trailer here for you. Just have a listen to some of this gold. Oh. These effects, both young and old. Every bed is full when they're doing all they do. He was uh, scheduled to take part in our experimental drug testing program. But... Wait, 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 wait. What are you saying? That uh, you're experimenting on convicts? Too little and nothing happens. Too much and who knows what you'd get. Explosion must have done something to him. I'm telling you, it must have altered his DNA somehow. Oh no. Oh, she's becoming a woman, Skeeter. Slow this down. This is, this is before us. <laughs> After. He wants oh. to meet Tom. That's why he's looking for me. He's here! You don't know what you're up against. You can't go in there. Well, I'm going in. Hey, Mansquito! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, and I would encourage everyone who just listened to it to actually go and look for that trailer just to see yeah, that line. Yeah. Hey, Mansquito, because then it's Coronemic with a rocket launcher <laughs> yeah. firing or it at Corsi. My little friend, Mosquito. Or I think the, the most viewed <laughs> part. Mosquito with a bazooka. The most viewed part on YouTube of that entire movie is there's a scene of Musetta Vanda like almost turning into a mosquito, but because it's a B movie, she's wearing like this matching pink lacy bra and panties mm, with like yes. a white cotton shirt over the top that she pulls off real sexily yeah, you as she's that. like turning That's into a monster. Yeah. B movie oh, horror. So mm. terrible. Oh, not not too far off Corin Nemec's new movie, Rotten Tail, where he is a rat. This isn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting for a punchline. Give it away. Oh, yeah, I did see him share and that. I, I believe he's done Twitter's. that a couple of times, oh, right. too. It that started right. out as like a uh, digital thing. It's like it's it's one of those things that like started out as like an online thing, like a little digital short, oh, and then became right. something. Kind of like it looks um, pretty sweet. Sanctuary. It looks pretty sweet. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wonder if we get it here in Australia. Probably not for a couple of years, mate. Mm. We're so far away from everything, you know. Tritonin <laughs> yeah. makes the comeback. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I mean, obviously, that's the, that's the end of... Tilk's yeah. symbiote did, and Braytax. 
Did we kind of give that away back in um, the Cure? Did we kind of telegraph that that Tim yeah, could be on Yeah, absolutely, you guys did. Hey, get back and listen so. to the audio. It's like, well, it might not return, but it might, and it might come back very soon. <laughs> Probably will be in six no, episodes when Tilk and Braytac have it. I Ooh, think I but said it might not be. lucky uh, Chris Judge can pronounce Tritonin well because he yeah. says it a lot. Well, here, how's this? <laughs> this was not the original ending that Christopher Judge wrote. See, I was wondering about that because I'm like, does mm. he get told, yeah. you know, obviously ahead of time at the writer's room, the showrunners go, okay, we're going to introduce Tritonin as being this thing for the for the Jafar and all that. Does he go, let me write Teal'c's journey it. toward yeah. that? Mm. Or, yeah, is this just, it feels very much like a standalone episode for 36 minutes and then right at the end it's like, bang, Tritonin on you, which is a big thing. Yeah, because Chris Judge's original script was probably twice the length. Yeah. That was, it could have been a double episode but they forced him to trim it down into a single episode. Mm. He had an initial ending planned because at this stage, they still thought this was the final season. They hadn't been renewed for season seven right. yet. Okay. So Tilk wanted to potentially wrap up his storyline. And it was Brad Wright who actually did a polish on the script and also said, no, we can't do this. So Tritonin is going to be the out. Which Chris well, Judge... We can't do this just in case we get picked up, you reckon? Or Well, I'll play the audio for you All in right. a second. Of, well, they of... said this, I think... Uh... Carmen, what's his name? Carmen Argenziano. Yeah, the uh, Jacob said, well, this is Tritonin is what you'll have for the time being and we'll be able to fix it along the way. Mm. Mm. And back in The Cure, they said it's it's not a suitable replacement for a symbiote because you're just exchanging one for the other. But then there was a little line in this where Jacob says, oh, well, we've been working on it ever since then and we've refined it quite well, blah, mm. blah, blah. It kind of made sense to me in a way because it does make sense for the Tokra to prevent the Goa world from having the Jafar oh, under yeah. the thumb. It totally makes sense. And I, and so I kind of bought it. Yeah, mm. I do too. Oh, this is but perfect. I've, I've never had an issue with it. Through the entire series of the show, I've never had an issue with it mm. until I heard what the initial ending was going to be. I'm, I'm guessing that Tilk's going to give up his symbiote to Braytech, so Braytech lives and then Tilk just dies off. Not even close. Uh, wow. That would have been you pretty epic. You wrote this because you wanted to get rid of the symbiote, right? Yeah, yeah. And hopefully grow some hair and get rid of the gold. <laughs> And the tattoo. <laughs> it's unfortunate it couldn't have gone on for another seven or eight minutes because then we would have had you know the, the original cool ending that you that you uh, wrote up for that. Uh, yeah, I um, actually uh, go to a uh, an Asgard uh, healing chamber, and uh, I uh, gain the knowledge of of the Goa'uld. But that didn't happen. Would have been cool. It would have been. Gain the knowledge of the cool. So essentially... Ooh. From an Asgard healing so facility. As- that doesn't make sense. From what I assume Sorry, from Chris. that is an Asgard <laughs> healing facility removes his symbiote whoever and he gains the genetic memory right, that okay. we've been wanting from the Gua'uld. Mm. Oh, and I so see. then he has the genetic memory of Gua'uld, of the Gua'uld, so he knows how to all the Gua'uld tech operates like, and he could help us reverse engineering all the Gua'uld technology and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Granted, there aren't a lot of Jafar out there lining up, knocking on the Asgard's door saying, hey, can you give us that procedure? But would that be, do you reckon that would have been by accident? Or is it just one of those things where... Gamma radiation. <laughs> where where <laughs> Tilt the Jafar gets the knowledge from the ghoul that's inside him and you know O'Neill and Hammond turn around to Thor and go... Would that have always happened? Well, you never asked, but of course that would have happened. <laughs> and it's like, you motherfuckers holding or shit like his, his primtar like pulls a full Jolinar and like just decides to be all benevolent in the end yeah, and just yeah, yeah. bequeath Teal yeah. all the genetic memory yeah. that the Goa will have and or or something like that. They, so. they ask Thor about it and Thor just goes, it's sci-fi, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I'm, I'm glad they did it 
the way they did in terms of the Tritonin, because I think if the series had ended here, that would have been a cool ending to Teal'c's arc. Mm. But going forward as a series, it, it would have been too convenient. There would have been too many, like Teal'c knowing everything the Goa world know yeah. would eliminate the Goa world as a threat at mm. all. So, that'd be, so yeah, that it was Brad Wright. You said that did the polish. Like yes. that'd be an interesting question to ask him whether he did mm. make that call in the hope that well, obviously you always hope that you're going to get picked up if that's what you you know if the series is ending and you have got a big question mark. But whether that was just a, I think overall for a story, this would be better if mm. we changed it a little yeah. bit, or you know, it's at risk that we continue on. This is going to be a poorer decision for a story for another season or four seasons. Yeah, apparently they were heading towards the movie. They wanted a movie. They wanted right. a movie to up there, and it's like they were apparently stepping away from the Goa world and Anubis was the big threat who's not, well, we don't know at this stage what he is. So they wanted to step away from the traditional goal mm. um, and get this and get the movie to wrap it up. So. It's interesting because Brad Wright's series on Netflix, Travelers, that he, he made, well, he made a season. They said, yeah, okay, do a second one. And then after that season, they gave him go ahead for a third one. And then so at the end of that third season, like it was, a, it was a bit of a wrap up, but it could have gone on. Mm. Um, but it, it was, I think that season, the third season ended perfectly and they didn't give him a go ahead for the fourth season. So it's interesting. Yeah. That, that yeah. it was his decision to sort of say, Oh no, we'll keep it open. But yeah. you know, that way, if, if we do end it, it can be, I think he wants end. to come back yeah. to Stargate, which apparently he is yeah. doing. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I did mention it a couple of um, ranks ago too. It's like, because I think the end of season five, six, seven, and eight, they thought they were getting cancelled every time. So they were, they wrapped up the series four times mm. in the hopes of getting a movie and the show just kept getting renewed. So yeah. like season five, six, seven and eight are probably the best finales of the entire series. Yeah. We get so spoiled, especially uh, season six and season seven. We get so spoiled in terms of production value and storylines. So yeah, I feel like Brad sort of had practice at that kind mm. of giving you a status. And, and I think, you know... If this was the final season, once we get to full circle, I think that would have been a satisfying ending had the show ended. Mm. And then season seven would have been a satisfying ending seven had the would show have ended. Yeah. Um, I just find it funny how they're talking... They're, obviously, they didn't know they were going to get extended, but then end of season seven, then Atlantis, the spin-off comes off. Yeah. Well, that was the idea so is they like, were going to wrap up... What? They were going to wrap up SG-1... Mm. And move over to Atlantis. What was the reason? Why did they want to do that? Why did they want to finish? SG- Obviously, to sort of get a bit of a, a kick up the ratings. Spoiler but, alert. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll right, touch okay. on it in maybe a season's time or so. But um, but yeah, originally it was they were going to wrap up SG One, keep going with Atlantis. But then they um, both got picked up. So then they were actually didn't have as much budget as what they thought. So a lot of the budget was going towards SG One, and Atlantis didn't have a lot of the budget that it actually wanted. Yeah, right. Apparently. <laughs> That's funny. We'll just we'll just apply for them both and surely one of them will get picked up. Yeah. Okay, you got both of them. Oh shit. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Which one's your favourite? That's one's getting more money. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of favourites, and I think I know the answer to this, but I thought I'll ask it anyway. I thought for Reese, for you, we've got like three dream episodes now. The first one being Forever in a Day, the mm. second one being Absolute Power, mm. and now this one. And I thought, well, which one do you think was the most successful? And I figured it'd probably be this one because it was a Tilk-centric rather than a, than a Daniel-centric. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Anything with less Daniel's good. <laughs> no, look. Yeah, no, I think it was it was good in this one. Obviously, yeah, like you said, it's a Tilk, it's a tilk episode. Didn't really care too much for um, Sharae. 
didn't really care. Oh, that was that was I guess Daniel's How dare Daniel's you. episode. <laughs> didn't care. Husband. Um <laughs> Don't you husband? But yeah, I think <laughs> I loved you. I spent my summers <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think yeah. I mean, if you if you're gonna make me choose, yeah, this one. Yeah, I, f- I figured it's <laughs> gonna make me. <laughs> Speaking of choices, I would have loved to have heard the end of O'Neill's sentence, like where they get back to the, we're back in reality, proper reality, and they're like they've been sharing the symbiote, like. And f- I mean, we I did we we talked a lot about it, but I just want to point out, like, what a boss move by Teal. He's oh. like, it's mm. the only thing I can do. I'm gonna rip this thing out and just like every 20 minutes or whatever it might be, mm. just swap it. Yeah. Like it's it's gonna kill us slowly. But it might kill, kill the slowly as, yeah, and and it's also like absolutely no respect to the symbiote. It's just gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm using yeah. you every day to stay alive, bitch. You fix him, yeah. fix me. This thing's just getting ripped out of like different environments and shit. Totally mm. reminded me of like if they were stuck deep underwater and had one oxygen tank and they yeah. were just like buddy breathing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty now, much what it was. It reminded me of an episode of Scrubs. This is all I could hear in my head. Therefore, we're wiener cousins. <laughs> Where I come from, this right here, stronger than family. I'm not hooking fingers. Okay, it won't be official. We touched it, counts. <laughs> <laughs> that is symbiote sharing music right there. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, I've said all along I want Braytac and Tilk to share a symbiote, but that wasn't what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> to stay alive. Yeah. Sure, sure to create life. But <laughs> I just want to hear the end of that sentence. Hammond comes in and, and gives the big, you know, run around, and O'Neill said, General, if it comes down to a choice, and they just sort of cut him off, and blah, and I'm like, O'Neill was going to have to go, look, I love me some Braytac. Don't get me wrong, but Tilk's my boy. You can kill that old prick before you yeah. let Tilk die. Yeah. Where they were like, well, you know, they just jump straight to, I think Tilk's made his choice. Yeah, yeah. He would prefer that Braytex stay alive. So I would, I, they, before they cut him off, I just want to see how, not cold-blooded, but just how definitive mm. and absolute O'Neill was going to let himself yeah. get like to, to vocalize it anyway. It was more of a, yeah, like a, it seemed to me like a straightforward, logical, mm. hey, Braytac's had his time. He's had a lot of good years. Good on him. Uh, you know, we need Tilk more than Braytac. I think it's logical. We just yeah. keep Tilk. Tilk's my boy. Yeah. Although not my favorite Jack line of the episode. What's that? Tritonin, sir. The drug the Pangarins offered <laughs> us? Oh, that's ground gold, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you, I thought it was going to be Tilk with no junior. That's a... I just like the term ground ghoul. There's a concept. There's a concept. Yeah, that was funny. Ground ghoul, I thought was really good. He's like, whoa. But he didn't correct gould? him either, which I found weird. I'm like, are they actually crushing them? <laughs> and like liquefying them? Putting a little bit of paprika yeah. in there and just getting yeah. one of those little stone <laughs> things in the kitchen. What, what are they doing? Are they are they milking them? Like, yeah, I assume well, they're they, milking them. Oh, you can milk just... anything with nipples. <laughs> I think they're just letting them piss and shit in the water and then drinking it. Oh. <laughs> that works. Oh. Seems legit. The holy shit moment for me was when um, was when it showed Tilk and Braytac on the beach mm. with all those yeah. dead Jafar, and I'm just like, and oh, and then yeah. I realised that hey, this isn't a dream, this is real, and that's that's obviously when it comes to fruition. You're like, holy shit, that's what's actually happening, and the rest is is dreaming, mm. uh, and then it zoomed out, and then you're like, holy shit, this is a massacre, like yeah. this is huge yeah. in in the whole storyline of two that survive. Yeah, in the whole storyline of of um, Jafar Rebellion, yeah, and then um, I think it was Carter that, that said, you know, a hundred Jafar rebels are dead, and I'm like, when she said that, I'm like, there's not many of them. Yeah, and there wasn't yeah. that many. A hundred less now. Was. All their symbiotes were removed except for Braytac. 
Wow. So yeah. they've Tilk left because... him for dead. And then Tilk's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to grab Braytex to be out. I think it was but, the other way around because Tilk was the only survivor, so he put his into Braytech. That's what they said. Why would they leave Tilk's in, but? Well, maybe he's just hiding behind the rocks the whole time. <laughs> And then, and then as he come out, he tripped over and smacked his head. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm dying. And he needed it as well. Shot I'd... himself. So no one would be like, you're a pussy. Joke, you're in the massacre. There isn't a cut on you. Oh, we're going to bump my head, though. Look at it. It's pissing out blood. I think um, Chris Judge really lucked out in this episode to get Martin Wood to direct this. Because mm. I think that was, to me, one of the standouts was the transitions between dream sequences like that great one in the commissary where like Tilk's sitting there with Carter to saying he can't sleep and there's like that whip pan like past him yeah the green screen and yeah. then it kind of dissolves into yeah. into him sitting at the table at, at the, the, fire, um, at the place, fire station firehouse. and there was so many like that I remember that looking way better on my standard definition TV <laughs> 2003 well yeah. the one thing that you couldn't deny was the amazing steady cam shot following Hammond and Fraser walking up that spiral staircase. Mm. So there's like Nathaniel Massey, who's their new um, Steadicam operator. He's got this, you know, 75-pound Steadicam harness strapped to him. He's walking backwards up those th- that spiral staircase for their walk and talk. It's a perfect shot. I absolutely mm. freaking love that. It looks so good. I, I reckon think- he, he'd yeah. be strong, but, you know, I think very athletic because he would have had to practice that at least 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, walking backwards up the stairs just on your own in a spiral staircase would be hard enough. Oh, mate, there's there's one stair to get up into my front door and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you usually just fall over it and go, t- ah, drag me. Yeah, I'll say to my wife, can you carry me over this thing, please? <laughs> I think talking about Munn, would my favourite shot is the massacre because it's, it's, it, it's all in one shot mm. on the, on the mm, crane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it pans out. Eventually, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, and obviously a composite shot too because it was like all real stuff and then obviously a matte painting sort of background. Yeah, that's true. The sunset and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, I'd, there's very few actors that could pull that off. I think there's a there's a episode in a couple of weeks, uh, Prophecy, that I think could have been a good episode had it had a better director, and I think the director is what let it down. Um, so, yeah, I think this would have been a really challenging one for a less um, mm. less less experienced director. Yeah, the way that it built up to that shot, like when you opened up in the mask before you even knew what it was, because that was the first time you were in the actual reality of what was going yeah. on. And you're yeah, on like a couple true. of Jafar and they're laying up against a rock, you know, and they're dead, they're covered in blood, there's smoke and shit. There's, you know, they've clearly been a battle, but there's just like dead Jafar like lined up next to each other. And I'm like, really? Like, massacre or not? what are the chances that they're all just going to be all standing next to each other? But then you get mm. to like Teal and Braytech and yeah, okay, Teal's obviously like moved a little bit over to Braytech to help him to swap symbiotes and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, if even you guys were caught unawares and you're next to each other, this thing really must have been an ambush because no yeah. one would sneak up on you two guys and it just sort of really painted the picture yeah. that when they do pan out, they're already hugging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle of a tech mate and sharing symbiotes. And a, and a hundred Jafar just come up on him. Oh, shit. Where, <laughs> where did you guys come from? My shot actually was, was it the opening shot or, or yeah, post credits where it was just was all, through the, all through the base, right? Yeah, one and shot. It, yeah. Or the hospital? I think it was, it was the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah. yeah. And you, you're weaving in and out and you're following different people and as they duck in, you're following someone else. And that was almost for me, once you watch the episode, like a bit of a directorial 
tease as to what the episode was going to be about. It was like mm. all these switches, you know, mm. you're following one. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like, oh, yeah. And then it ends on Tilk yeah. in the surgery yeah. room. Yeah. And it was Martin just, Wood's a pro at that. Yeah. And they only get more and more epic. Mm. Um, I think there's one, it might be for Continuum, and it's just around the entire base. Yeah. It just ever, and it's, and it's one of those things that like pushes up on one character and you think you're going to follow them and they disappear and the camera keeps moving. And basically shoots every square inch of that base in one whole opening shot. Th- and I think beautiful. the reason that I love it, A, it looks awesome, and B, it it's, doesn't consume as much time. Because mm. you're setting up for one shot. Sure, it mm. might be on different locations, but you and you'll do it ten times. But once you got it, you got it. Yeah. You're not doing cutaways and bullshit like From that. From a director's yeah. point of view. Yeah. And yeah. it, just, it mm. just sets you into the, into the, the mood and, and into it. Um, it's like Birdman only took something ridiculous like... Eight weeks to re- is film. Oh, not I, even. Though. It was under a month. Yeah. I yeah. didn't notice that until until I read up about the movie after I'd seen it. I, They were so, like, just simple. I didn't even notice that they were big, long oneers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, were just, you were just in it. Like, Martin Wood, you can tell when he does a oneer because they're events. They're these big yeah. things. Same as, like, Daredevil. You know, those big oneers are because they're usually a big fight scene or something yeah. like that. Mm. They're big events. But, yeah, um, Birdman, I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen whether I would have picked up on it as much as Birdman because that was all the hype about that movie. And I, you know, like I saw a pre-screening here in Australia, but it had been out in the States already. So there was so much talk about it being, it's just, it's made to look like one complete Plus shot. Plus all the actors are talking about it so much. Yeah, mm. yeah. As well. And it, like, it is a very brave choice yeah. for a feature film to, yeah. to essentially play it out like a theatre production or something. But there, even there's a show like, you know, Cops and uh, Third Watch. I don't know if anyone ever saw that. Yeah, yeah third one Watch. of the best shows ever. Great show. And there was one episode... So it's split, it's, you know, it's network TV, so there's ad breaks, so there's like four 11-minute breaks in the episode. There was four shots in that entire episode. That's cool. And so it was all like the suburban streets, and so you'd follow the cops, and then they would like go and talk to the fireys behind, something had happened behind the house, so you would walk down like the driveway and at the back of this house, and they would chase like a suspect down the alleyway, and then they'd pop up the other end of the street, and you'd be following all these guys, and then you'd see the initial characters that you were following eight minutes ago five houses down still having a chat and then it would cut to the ad break and I'm like holy shit like got to like the second or third ad break and I'm like this has been one shot every time we rejoin the show and I'm just like it, there was no purpose for it story wise it was just the director going alright I can do this <laughs> yeah. let me just flex some muscles flex yeah. some muscles one more bit on the directorial thing there was an early tease where I thought is this is this a Peter Deloise thing because you said something the other week about how Deloise loves Dropping you know weird names in for people, yeah, and the fact they were calling him T when he was a fiery. Oh, like, yep. What's up, T? But then, like, they had Sam Carter take it a little bit too far. She's like, Yeah, what's up, T man? I'm like, yeah. oh, Don't know if I believe it from you, though. Yeah. It's not a man woman thing. I just think you you look like an excited child. Like, I get to call yeah. him T man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when Don't I try and it's like when I can't try and pull off like bro, it just doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> There's one thing that I did notice, and I just want to say a really big you guys for making me notice it Daniel Jackson's ascension sweater yeah <laughs> You're damn right he did yes. damn right he did in the vision for the sweater that's a, yeah he's wearing that jacket what uh, in the vision and then never wore it when he stood over the bed yeah oh. <laughs> on the you notice um Chris Judge just throws his nightgown over that chain yeah yeah it's <laughs> like I don't give a shit. This. <laughs> I wrote in, this bitch in the in the, in in the, the script. Co- look at it in the country. They they mentioned that he just he was just carrying it, and apparently yeah. all like the you know the people that keep track of you know um, continuity and stuff were just like, yeah. oh god, what's he doing? What's he doing? Because he? he was just carrying it. Proby, we, print. Proby will pick that up. Yeah, yeah Proby will get I d- it. 
I've got a weird question. Have we ever seen Tilk eat meat? Oh, I've seen Tilk eat. Oh, no, <laughs> not on ice cream. I know, I know in a couple of episodes. Oh, that's actually an interesting point. Grapes. I know in a couple of seasons' time, someone does say to him, oh, I packed turkey because I know it's your favourite. Mm. Uh, so he clearly does eat meat, but it's up to this point, have we seen him eat it? There was obviously that, that scene where he's eating grapes and there's like, I remember seeing mashed potato on that plate. It was piled mm. up with lots of stuff. But and I don't remember being shit. like, you know, like a Salisbury steak on there or anything Is like Chris that. Is Chris Judge a vegetarian? Well, no, it's just this one one line that really, I was like, that's a weird thing for him to say. I would prefer not to consume bovine lactose at any temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so it's funny. It's funny because he's an alien. He's like, why the f*** are you milking a cow and drinking it, you but sick f- Reese just made a point that I had no idea about. He was obsessed with ice cream back yeah, in Prometheus. That's, yeah. that's f***ing bovine lactose. He, is, that, he it, didn't know that. that, that at a cold temperature, not yeah, a hot temperature. It is at a, a temperature. I think that's why yeah. he swapped with O'Neill, because he's like, this is bovine. <laughs> <laughs> but before he says it, I was, I was questioning. I soy ice cream. <laughs> that's what I didn't like about Carter's place in this episode was that later on she says to Fraser, oh yeah, prescribe him some warm milk. I'm like, just stop telling her to ask yeah, about warm milk. Warm milk's not funny. Like, stop with it. When, <laughs> um, <laughs> give it a rest, Chris. When, when, did YouTube, when was YouTube created? It's like, I want to say like, know? like 05. It was actually quite late in oh, the grand bit, scheme of things. A bit early yeah. yet because I thought, well, this is this came out in 03 and I'm just like, I wonder if Tilk like just loves ice cream but then, you know, <laughs> in his downtime he's suddenly seen a video of like how ice cream gets made and they're like milking the cow and he's just like, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> and now that's when he says like I will not consume bovine lactose at any temperature I've been to a lot of planets and I've never seen someone jacking off a cow yeah well I've, I've had this conversation before of its, it's like teats. who thought that who thought like okay I'm gonna yeah I'm who's gonna, the first guy who's, yeah he's like I'm gonna drink that or is it? Well, was we it... drink human milk why <laughs> wouldn't like... we drink everyone else's milk that's, what, that's what he'd be thinking he gives it a try one day and Jack's like uh Norman is a bull. You're yeah. pulling on his dick. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... You can't suck it straight out to him. How, uh, how far till he got to cow, though? It's it. like <laughs> milking dogs, yeah. milking goats, uh, milking... Tilk, uh, that's Walter's cat. Don't... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he won't like that you're doing that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen the show Awake? Uh, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that it's, it's a no. It, it did only last... It's one of those shows that... I mean, I thought it was great, uh, but it lasted one season. Uh, it had uh, Jason Isaacs. Which you guys might recognise his face, but Ooh, he's the Malfoy. That's you Malfoy. Would. From, he's Malfoy um, father in Harry Potter. And he's, ah, in the, yeah. he's in the first season of Discovery. Yeah, right. Yeah, so him. And and he stars yeah, as this copper. Yeah, legend. Jason, oh, yeah, he's great. Phenomenal actor. And so the series is called Awake, and he's a, he's a copper, and the premise is that he is involved, I think in the opening scene, a car accident. He wakes up, and his wife is dead. Uh, he's just traveling with his wife and his and his teenage son, and his wife died in the car accident. He's going through all the motions of organizing a funeral, blah blah blah. Wakes up the next day, and his wife's in bed next to him, and he and shits himself. He's like, you know, where's my son? Whatever his son's name is, where where is he? Where is he? And she's like, can't he he died? What are you doing? And so every time he goes to sleep, he wakes up in an alternate reality where the alternate death happened and he doesn't know what's real and he goes and sees a psychologist and they're like well this is the reality and he goes yeah that's what the other one said because then when he goes into the Mm. other reality he goes and sees a completely different psychologist and the way they shoot it's really really cool i think when he's in the uh, reality with his wife it's a very um very tungsteny sort of lit it's very it's that very yellowy sort of filter over the over the top whereas when he's with his son it's a bit more blue 
and it's a bit more depressing because there's this teenage son dealing with the death of his of his mother and all that. And the the fact that he's a cop, obviously that's a great dramatic sort of storyline anyway and a good concept. But there's clues and and bits and pieces that that come into his life in the reality where say his wife is dead that help him solve crimes in the reality where his son mm. is dead and vice versa. So like he might go That's to a street cool. and see Johnson Street and then in the other reality he'll come across a list of suspects and one of them will be Johnson. He goes, I think this might be the guy. And so he doesn't know which is real and the is cancelled after one season nah. and it's not like they wrapped it up after one season going we don't know whether we're going to get renewed it just ended and then they found out they weren't going to get renewed but it reminded me so much when I watched this episode because Teal come the end of it was like I don't know what's real anymore even though when he's talking to this psychologist Dr. Daniel Jackson he goes are you going to laugh but I'm an alien and I travel to other planets and save the universe from weird slug creatures <laughs> but it, when I'm there it feels real <laughs> yeah and when that's real, yeah. when I'm there, this is fake. And then I love that, yeah, like Daniel obviously, you know, interjecting, and maybe none of them's real. It's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I'll tell you something sucks. Jason Isaac's in, the OA. I reckon he's oh, left that to watch that. Yeah. Excellent. Weird. Super yeah. weird. Yeah. Like something that I would have really loved to see when I was 13. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Really super weird. That's but a new, that's cool. a, like new sci-fi Netflix, right? Like. Yeah, I think. I think it was on a different channel and then yeah, Netflix picked it. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from season th- three, I think. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. check that one out. It's cool. Nice. <laughs> Off-world activation. Oh, hello. Spaceships. Look at Hello, it's Ashley OG. Oh, OG. I'm taking advantage of an empty house to do this because it really, really sucks when you've got people asking questions like, why the hell are you talking to your phone? <laughs> um, empty house is much nicer to do this with. Absolutely. And I'm currently procrastinating. Taylor Simon's like, you really wouldn't believe. I'm recording this in the middle of listening to politics 2.0. So I said Inception style, which is really, really impressive for me. I usually only do it one layer, but today I'm doing it too, so there you go. Today I've only really got a couple of thoughts. Um, the first is a very, very shameless self-promo. The blog, website, do WordPress doohickey thing that I started at the beginning mm. of Season 6 has expanded a little bit since that first weekend. I've added the season wrap-ups really slowly. I've got Seasons 1, 2 and 3 up already and I'm in nice. the middle of doing Season 4, so that should be done Hell relatively yeah. soon. Nice. I say that, it might be two weeks, could be a month, I don't know. <laughs> I also don't know what else Sounds I'm going like to do with the website apart from season wrap-up rankings. I really don't know, but we'll see what happens when I get to the middle of late seasons and I've come up with some random thoughts. I do have a random thought up there already, which I'll probably sort of reiterate a bit later. But, yeah, there's not really much else I can think of at the moment to do with it. But we'll see if that changes in the future. Um, Also, Damo Edwards, thanks a bunch. Um, You've liked and presumably read all the posts up on the website so far. You've apparently enjoyed my ramblings enough to like them for some reason. (laughs) For some reason. Um, My second point is, I'm not sure whether it's because we're getting really close to the end of season six or what, but I've lately found myself getting really excited for the seasons to come. Not just specific episodes, but the story of the Stargate universe as a whole. That sounds so generic, I'm so sorry, but I don't <laughs> want to say episode title or drop any hints just yet for Reese's benefit. But right at the Thank moment, one is the changeling for obvious reasons, as you boys will know, except for Reese. And tell me to get f***ed if you want, but for some <laughs> reason, I really enjoy Memento. Get f- 
don't know why. <laughs> really, really don't know. But there's just something I just really like. It'll probably end up being in my top seven. I just really enjoy it. I really don't know why, but we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty much Excellent. it for now. I haven't got any other life updates or anything interesting. It's raining in Perth, as you can probably hear right now. Yeah. And now that I'm talking about the weather and where I'm leaving, it's probably not a great sign, so I'm going to go. Good luck with the rest of the podcast, and have a nice week slash many weeks slash whenever I get to have a chat with you again. See ya. Bye. Thanks, OG. Nice. And we will need all the luck we can get with our podcast. Me especially. I mean, don't yeah, don't be worried about only one person liking your stuff. Oh, like I said, we went for, what, nine months before we got up to 50 Before listens. anyone except Reese would listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, 48 of those send are it, me. Send it through and we'll give it a share on our socials as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a bit underdone there by whatever microphone or whatever phone she was using. <laughs> you could tell it's raining. I want to hear the alternate versions, that voicemail, which goes, and I'm at the beach now, as you can hear now. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the traffic's really busy. Here, yeah. listen to this. It all sounded exactly the same. But thought, I'm sorry I'm that it was... I'm in space. Listen thought... to this. <laughs> I thought you meant, um, she goes, oh, it's raining. Listen to this. <laughs> plane, Something random like Plane that. flies over. <laughs> <laughs> or that truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, for Reese, I wanted to ask you, when, he, okay. when Tilk was lying on the bed, and he was hallucinating in the kind of the SG uh, Stargate Command vision, and he he looks over at Jonas and Jonas is like, "You're right, Tilk." And he's like, "Go back to sleep, Proby. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Go back to sleep, Proby." And he's yeah. like, "What the? F- what did you want to ask me? <laughs> Nothing." <laughs> well, I thought you were just going to leave what it at, f- "Hey, Reese." So when Tilk was there on the bed. Reese's mind just started really kicking into gear. I'm like, in my my head, I'm like, at the start or the end? I I thought you were going to say, take it from there. (laughs) Oh, it's time for the Get Get Into into Gate. Every mailbag. Well, packed full. Got to open it and all the jokes. Um, (laughs) Radka Receiver. I'm sorry, hold on a second. That was basically, that was the mailbag version of me going something, something, something world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least I still sang the jingle. <laughs> Radka Receva has gotten in contact with us. Day 16 of hashtag 1000 words a day challenge dash podcast. Um, she says, if you know me, there is 100, 100% chance you hear me talking about Get Into Gate podcast for the last couple of months. If not, let me tell you about the best Stargate-themed podcast ever. If you love Stargate and you're looking for some new podcast to listen to while doing mindless tasks in your free time or on your commute and you don't mind people looking at you strange for laughing out loud, I do that a lot, a lot, and screaming, Cooper! Sometimes quietly, sometimes not so much. That's the right podcast for you. Look, I can't help but think that Radka is trying to get her 1,000 words up really early. (laughs) Four guys, three old-time fans, and a newbie talking all things Stargate, from deep discussions about Stargate Universe to pooping through the gate. Yep. And where elsewhere can you read a chapter of Walter Diaries? There you go, Brennan. A little shout-out for you. Mm -hmm. The true hero of Stargate. What more can I say about it? So maybe I'm I'm a bad person, but I really love hearing that (laughs) Reese's father made him wrong. Sorry, (laughs) Reese. Me too. 
and I'm a big Star Trek fan. Ooh, that's one Sorry red card. Sorry about how, how many Star Trek references we're going to get in this Stargate podcast, guys. But boy, it's almost like people who like sci-fi like all kinds of sci-fi. Wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, nah, not everyone. <laughs> But boy, oh boy, hearing the guys giving Matty grief about it, priceless. Long live the box of shame. Keep up the good work, guys. 11 out of 10. She says stars. I'm going to say hards. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what she Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she Oh, Radka Receva. Um, nice. Sensational. 1,000 words well read. I like the idea that we can make some kind of information. I would have said Rusiva. Okay. Well, Radka Receva. And uh, Ooh, yes. so not to be outdone by Radka's 1,000 uh, words, I reckon we've got Maybe a little bit more than that from old Dave Hancock. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Jesus, redact that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. G'day, guys. <laughs> Firstly, that's a gender, gender neutral guys up there in my salutation. Yeah. I don't presume to know how you each identify gender wise and, and don't want to offend, so I've mm. played it safe. Thank you, Dave. To avoid any awkward confusion, I identify as male except after midnight Saturday for three hours. I'm writing same with me, but mine's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm writing to you. I identify all... as a werewolf on midnight. <laughs> time. Full moon's only once a month. Not full moon, just at midnight. I'm writing to you all to hand over my address detail to say thank you for the sweet prize. Dave is one of our Patreon uh, supporters who won one of the key rings. Nice. Oh, he scored big time. I live at 4 Skin Street, Cock County, you USA. Do <laughs> Don't give his address layout live oh, on air, We'll have to redact that. The greatest country that is and ever will be. That's a little my last name humor there for you because, you know... Hancock. But that's a real county in Tennessee. If you Google map it, the county border outline actually looks like a throbbing knob. No way. It does look like it's throbbing. <laughs> well, the, the border just goes just, out and just in, out and in. Just in and out. There's heaps of Mexicans around. So it's like they're trying to get in. They keep extending it and pushing it back. They're just having a war over the border. It changes every day. Thank you, thank you guys for the key ring. It really is greatly appreciated. It will take pride of place within my key cluster and will be a constant reminder that you don't have to be receiving support from the Make-A-Wish Foundation for a dream to become reality. Absolutely. I'm it actually, does help, though. I'm actually a fellow Brizzy boy, born and raised in a similar vintage age-wise to you guys, although I probably shouldn't presume age. Mm-hmm. I was reading don't assume an, age, mate. I was reading an article on CNET. A couple of years ago, when I stumbled onto a reference to your podcast, Absolutely. it was just before your 50th, 50th episode that I joined the team, so to speak, and I was a fan from the first episode I listened to. It makes me smile that four guys from the best city in Australia pump out a Stargate podcast with fans across the globe. Absolutely, Dave. I'm sure most in the know understand and appreciate that you guys are giving up your own time to entertain others, and that's why I jumped onto Patreon as early as I could to help keep the good times rolling. I think it's what we tell all of our wives, like, Dale. We're giving up our own time to do this, yeah. all right? This isn't fun for me. Well, this, I have this to do work. this. Okay? This next bit, you, you should rarely be... laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do it for the podcast, so it sounds entertaining. I'm not entertained, love. I hate being away from this you. Is my fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave continues. For as little as a price of one coffee a month. Damn right. I know know I'm contributing in a small way to something I greatly enjoy, and I encourage others to jump on board. A large coffee. It's actually half the price of an ice break. (laughs) Jesus. Twice the amount of coffee. It's actually a smart investment, uh, as not only do you gain an air of superiority over other listeners, you also get access to all sorts of excellent patron-only bonus content that really cannot be spoken about to those who aren't within the patron inner sanctum. So don't bloody wait. 
Get into gate. Oh, oh, good call. Yeah. Great call. I've enjoyed- Put your hand on my cock. <laughs> I've enjoyed a few re-listens of the series to date. I get migraines and have had a shit time of it over the last couple of years. And believe it or not, your show doesn't make my head worse. I find that very hard. Yeah, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. Hey, he didn't say that. it makes it better. It just says it doesn't get worse listening <laughs> to it. Uh, in f- oh, hold on. In fact, it helps me zone out by taking my mind off things when I've got one. <laughs> Monotonous, boring and shit. For that, <laughs> it helps me <laughs> sleep. <laughs> and for that, I'm really grateful. My doctor can't explain this phenomenon. Uh, now, for Give some- this a listen, Doc. <laughs> Give it a go. Put it through the gate. You watch Stargate? No, even better. Yeah. It's an audio laxative. Um, <laughs> now for some constructive criticism, dot, dot, dot. Oh, but you, I feel like you've done so well. <laughs> written so much and now there's more and it's negative okay I bet whoever just read that's ass clenched and nuts tightened mate that happens that regularly mm-hmm. as uh, soon as we walk into the studio together oh my nuts my nuts tightened <laughs> just joking I wouldn't presume to offer any sort of criticism constructive or otherwise nice. only those that like to flog a dead horse would do something ah. like that I actually do. Every Tuesday after midnight. That's just not Aina Booby. Ein Stava. I am, however, keen to know how I can support the show in other ways. Which is the most lucrative... Said nudes, Dave. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Which is the most lucrative option for you guys, for listeners, for me to jump on board weekly to consume the show? Is it best to listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube? Share what we could do to help out in this way. I guess Brennan's been trying to get the YouTubes up. Yeah, nah, I look- reply to Dave and say, jump on the YouTubes. The YouTubes. Because I think if we need if we need something ridiculous, like a thousand subscribers and a gazillion views, some shit, in one year to get monetized. So. Right. Well, no, I expect- better get to it then. You better subscribe. <laughs> anyway. With I've- all your accounts. Yeah. Anyway, I do that here at work because I, mean, I get here at work, you know, like hours before the rest of the office. It's like me mm. as a skeleton crew. I should just go and like log in on everyone's computer and just like hit play on our episodes yeah. and just like, yeah. I, you know, 50, and 50 just, a day. I can just, do my bit. Just play <laughs> mute and then minimize the window. So it's just playing in the background. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then it's from episode one to yeah. 100 yeah, that's do, up do the right whole now. Playlist. Okay. Brilliant. And, and everyone else out there do the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this works. It'll have, it'll have you know. I mean, you guys can. I couldn't be. Doing that, <laughs> you couldn't even be bothered subscribing. I, I, I was, I could barely be bothered finishing that sentence I just said. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> anyway, I've gone on far too long, and it's time to wrap up. As I'm writing, you're 127 eps down with a crap load more to go. I salute the ambition to you to go all the way to the end of Atlantis, and I'm looking forward to listing in as you do. Thank you very much to you all. Cheers, Dave. P.S. I'm hoping you've Google mapped Cock County. <laughs> it actually looks more like a hairy bush than a knob. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> PPS RE the Gibson Brothers podcast. Also brilliant. You're welcome. The bloke f***ing the clam story still makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was old, race. Ah, uh, the clam. That's <laughs> 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 one of my stories. Keep on, I, keep on recording the verb. Race f- the clam. That was the story. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Wonder if you got crabs. I don't know. <laughs> keep on recording the verbal shite that comes out of your mouths while on the Terps, boys. I'd ask for them more regularly if I didn't know the toll it must take on your liver and kidneys. Yeah, oh, not the it, problem. Not no, the problem. It's, not it's just problem. finding spare time to get that plastered. Yeah, yeah it's trying to find a time where I, our wives are. Yeah, there. I was going to say, I think it takes more of a toll on your marriages than it does on your kidneys. PPSS, 
PPSS, dead... You can her- cut half your liver off and it still grows back. <laughs> yeah, two-thirds of it. It's not what happens to your wife, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. Cut two-thirds of hair off and she's dead. <sighs> How can she love you when she's dead? <laughs> and finally, PPSS, dead German horse or whatever, can go and inhale a dead horse's cock. <laughs> oh, good on you, Dave, eh? wow. Thank you, Dave. Jeez, I'm going hey, to frame epic. that. That's that going epic. up on the wall. Sensational. Straight to the pool room. Boom. Bit of a castle quote there. Oh, I got it. You know, for the American listeners, go watch the movie The Castle. That's pretty much our country. Oh. Doc Fraser. Reese, I know you had a problem with Doc in Threshold when she was arguing with uh, Braytac about trying to save Tilk's life. Because he was brainwashed. Yeah, I forgot to write this down, but at the time, I got so angry about it. Yeah, because as soon as she says, oh, uh, you know, Jacob comes in with the magic cure, the Tritona, she's like, oh, I'm pretty sure Tilk wouldn't want that. Yeah, she said, we will. We have to be sure that he actually wants it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, flip. you were you were doing everything you could to save Apophis. <laughs> yes. Because it was your duty, but now that you can save Tilk when he's just about dead, you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to. Mm. That... F- and pissed me off, man. <laughs> but, so but especially in Threshold, yeah, the issue was when Tilk, he, he needed to go through the ride of Mal Sharan. Yeah. And, and she's she like, no, 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 no. What, do you want him to be brainwashed forever? Yeah. But she, she, was happy with, she was happy to let him die. To, and she was a bitch that. about it too. <laughs> this yeah. one, she's like, well, I'm not sure I'm going to. And then Hammond's like, do it. And she's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Carter's like, this is a way to... Like, free the Jafar from the enslavement of Gua'uld. <laughs> There's nothing bad pretty, about doing this. Pretty sure that's what to... Yeah, even if even if you give it to him once and he decides not to take it, that's up to him. Yeah. <laughs> let him decide. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I think we should just let him die because there's no way of telling if he does want to live. Well, hang on. Yeah, that's that contradicts everything you've stood for in the whole series so far. Yeah. I'll be interested to see Asshole. if Reese just hates the Doctor characters and it's like, if you'll hate, like... Dr. Beckett. No, when, he will uh, love get, Dr. Get Beckett. To, to Atlantis. He will love him in the A-hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a message here from Johnny Grimerson. Johnny, hey, you're oh, oh. How's have you all been keeping? I've uh, been listening to the podcast every week since you have started and still love it and keep finding myself pissing myself laughing all the time to you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much. It definitely breaks up my weeks. Uh, here, tell me this. Would you ever think about doing a podcast on Star Trek Voyager? Oh, sorry. No. And just oh, ripping geez. the piss out of that. <laughs> I mean, we could. Not a, not a bad idea. Uh You'd have to watch it there, Reese. No, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't need to watch something to rip the piss out of it. Every, every time we talk about something. <laughs> and then just several um, crying, laughing face emojis. Uh, only jokes. No, Maddie. Just no. I'll message you guys again soon over and out. So he's made a constructive little suggestion and then went, ha, 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 I don't actually want you to do yeah. that. <laughs> is that Star Trek. Is that orange juice, orange juice? Well, I, I don't know. I've never seen that. OJ, OJ. OJ, OJ. I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah. obviously you can't emoji an... very well. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. I think it means uh, murder your wife, murder your wife. <laughs> Probably. The glove done fit. Glove done fit. What? <laughs> what? Are you, what? What are you Moving the caravan for me, man. Moving <laughs> <laughs> the caravan for me, man. You what? Hey, man. He's what? He's man. <laughs> I, uh, I'd like to make a formal apology to all of our uh, patrons uh, just for Mitch and his just terrible, terrible, just 
disgusting efforts on Patreon. Uh, he uploaded story Better time. Better chuck yourself in that as well, mate. He uploaded <laughs> <laughs> He uploaded story time three a couple of weeks ago. Now, story cunts. time for anyone who is isn't a patron. Uh, story times it, it's a mix it's of a bonus podcast. It's, it's, a, it's among the extra podcasts. Mm. It's, it's like the less sweary, offensive version of what yeah. a Gibson Brothers podcast. It's like us wishing. Yeah. It's like us wishing we had an actual radio show to do. Basically, sure. So poor Mitch, he's uploaded story time three colon grocery shopping is just the worst. W o r s e. Ooh. Oh, yeah. sorry, buddy. That was one of those sort of, you know... It's a typo, bro. It, it, it sunk. My heart sunk a little bit when I read that and I immediately changed. And I apologise yeah, to as, anyone who <laughs> was offended. It was and offended I, by my grandma. <laughs> and I, but offended no, by my also grandma. Literally the only reason I brought it up because I know how much that hurts Mitch. Like, oh, it, the I only way it, it could have been worse for you is if you'd written like T-O-O instead of T-O or something like yeah, that. That's my worst. That's, that's the, the worst only for way me. it could have been mm. worse for you. I don't, I don't, sometimes I don't mind the yours. No, I do. No, yeah. I mean, I do, but the two, a the lot T-O of the... instead of T-O-O sometimes gets I'll most. Sometimes I'll write T-H-E-R-E instead of Y-O-U-R. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but the two irks me. So the, the your and your gets me because a lot, of the, a lot of the time you read it, it's when people are trying to be offensive online. They're like, oh, you're just a f***wit. And it's like, yeah. what? Y-O-U-R. No, you are just a You're a Quit too. I've seen a shirt and it was to like who? You, you had you had me at the correct um, use of there, there, and there. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to buy the f- out of that shirt. Yeah. And look, I, I messaged you guys yesterday. You were like, hey, trying to organise the um the record for night. I'm like, sorry guys, I'm at a day spa with my wife. Thanks very much. I actually didn't point out that I was with my wife. I just told you no, I was you at didn't. a day spa. Like, oh, well, I just Gay. assumed you were with your wife. Gay. You'd be weirder if you weren't. So look, I w- afterwards we go and we have a nice uh, herbal tea to calm down from the day spa <laughs> massage. Was there any cucumber water? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not water, uh, no, but plenty of cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more relaxed. Plenty of my cucumber water. You know what I mean? So, I never feel more relaxed. The cucumber was huge. <laughs> Bit uncomfortable at first, but in the end, like, you guys like pickle juice, eased on in. So afterwards, we're sitting there having a herbal tea, and there's a it, you're in the whisper zone, and everyone else is having. You know, right? Is that an actual thing? Like that room so would hate there's, me. There's two signs up. It says dream relaxation space, whisper zone, treatments in progress. Progress has one S at oh. the end. Do you think oh. I can fucking relax? <laughs> Progress. Progress. I had to get out of there. I'm like staring yeah, yeah, yeah. at <laughs> urge, urge to kill. This is all my strength not to to keep whispering. I'm so cross right now. There's <laughs> out of here. It's only one S. What? As soon as they pull this cucumber out, I am gone. Estrella. <laughs> <laughs> Has commented on the YouTube on uh, episode 99. Would it be, would it be Astria? Not today. <laughs> oh. Righto. Episode 2001 is actually episode 99. Hey, guys. I've been a viewer of the program. Yeah, podcast. Since the- <laughs> YouTube, mate. He's just staring at this. Astria. He's just, uh, Astra. Astria. Astria. He's just staring at... The picture of the four of us looking like idiots. I'll start it. I don't want to be rude. Hey, guys, I've been a viewer well, of the program since around episode 70. I'm not sure we should restart that. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I've been a viewer of the program since around episode 70. I love the podcast and can't find anything that compares. You really deserve a larger nothing audience. Well, I can't compares. disagree with you there. Yeah, nothing compares. 
Sorry, Speaking of stuff we can cut out, yeah. <laughs> I find the banter downright hilarious sometimes. And the, little segment, and the little segments you add to the show really make it something out of this world. Oh, <laughs> See what I did there? She's way better than you at doing this. I'll say... <laughs> Don't in, assume gender. In, I was going to say, I'll say she, I have no idea. What happened to not trying to be rude? No, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was two sentences ago. In any case, <laughs> I am drawn to the show every week and am never disappointed. Well, you will be this week. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, wait for it. First presumably woman, you three have never disappointed. Fucking dull. Never listened to a Gibson Brothers <laughs> podcast then. I would, uh, I would have left a review sooner, but for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to relieve, leave oh, reviews on SoundCloud. I'm happy to... I'm happy you decided to start uploading to YouTube. I do have a question for... Well, now I want to be rude because you spelled my name wrong. I do have a question for Reese, if he doesn't mind. That's how Daniel Jackson spells it. What's your your favourite episode thus far? Anyways, that's all. Keep doing what you guys do best. I am excited to see what Reese thinks of future things to come in the franchise. This series gets crazy good. Truth. He's wondering if they misspelled episode this far. See what I did? Yeah, because you don't know what thus means. Yeah, yeah. that was the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shakespeare mm. made it up. Oh, look. Oh, man. Episode, favorite episode so far. What is it? Ooh. I should have pre-read it so I got an answer. <laughs> let's see. Some of your highlights Politics, have been what? Tin Man. All the classics. Uh, Charlie 2.0. Well, let's go back and look at my uh, number one throughout to? the season. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't have to go that crazy. Uh, it's like two pages ago. Fifth race. <laughs> <laughs> right, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you have notes going back that far? Yeah. Uh, fifth Race. Wormhole Extreme, Wormhole Extreme. 2010. He's literally pretty... on his sixth page of the notebook. <laughs> I'm, I'm only going to need one thing. Point of view, that was, I mean, that was a pretty page one, one season three. <laughs> I'm always starting a fresh notepad. <laughs> Thor's Chariot. Thor's Chariot was, was oh, yes. fucking good. I did, you did lose your Because uh, that, that was the first reveal of the Roswell Greys, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's that's got to be from the the whole epic phenomenon of of Stargate and like the, yeah the greater universe of it mm. when Roswell Greys were an actual thing and I'm like holy shit this that's I think that's what makes Stargate so epic it's it's because they use the real life mythology the you know the past what we call now mythology yeah and they make it into current world. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, th- I think that's what's so good about like it. Like Matthew the fact Riley that- books, the way that they weave in real-world events into like the fantasy aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. And I you kind of Da Vinci that. Code, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. sort of just like, mm. oh, so where does the fantasy end and the truth begin? And it's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... And I, and I think the fact that, yeah, they've got all the Egyptian, um, you know, mythology, and then they've just added Roswell Greys. Mm. Like, I'm just like, that. it's a genius move, yeah. and it's... <laughs> Random, it's yeah. Just, Words. And it's just, yeah, they've got the Egyptian and the Roswell Greys, and it's just like yeah. all these things Different that are mythology. Yeah. People well, don't really. Interestingly, you know, next thing we know, Jesus will be they, in it. they took <laughs> Egyptian religion and used all of it except for like worshipping cats. That's the only thing they never do or, or address in Stargate is like how the Egyptians mm. worship cats. Mm. So it's like uh, that. Schrodinger. They re- <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they removed that aspect and just crammed in Roswell Greys instead. And I'm like, that was a smart choice. Oh, man, that was epic. Yeah, that'd have to be my favourite. Meeting Thor. Thor's chariot. Told you it's better than Thor's hammer, uh, Brennan. Okay. <laughs> I do not recall. <laughs> it's time to find out if, if Reese has been paying attention. attention. 
Nope. Do you want to join not. in the song? Or no? It's not. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, I do. These are all f***ing gimmies, to be honest. Just yeah. wrote them. Fre- hot off the press. <laughs> oh, at least you were sober when you wrote them this time. Am I uh, sober? Theory. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Doing Dry July, guys. Are you? Yeah, that's why I'm depressed. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you look depressed. Have you said sugar-free before as well? Sugar-free and piss-free? Yeah. What are you eating, ice cubes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Five gimmies for you, Reese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the rules. Time starts after the first question. Who appeared to Tilk in his dream? Apophis. No, the real person. What rank was Carter in the fire station? Ash's captain. Correct. Who wrote the changeling? Uh, Christopher Judge. Correct. What did Tilk deny doing in the cafeteria? Milk? You're drinking milk? Incorrect. What actor plays Apophis? Uh, your mate, bloody, um... <laughs> 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 A-pop. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Mental blank. You got two there. I'm really bad with oh. names, if you didn't know. Daniel Jackson appeared to Tilt in his dream. Mm-hmm. Well, so did Apophis. You didn't, there's no specific... No, he didn't appear he to didn't him. He didn't appear. He was part of the dream. Daniel appeared to him. Well, f- what come the on, f- does that mean? You're saying appeared like it's a spoiler Look, of the... It oh, says here, yeah, <laughs> Dr. Daniel Jackson. <laughs> That's actually the most accurate way of describing it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I said Jackson, you would have said nah, Poppers. Tilk denied... Fainting in the cafeteria. He denied fainting. I did not faint, Dr. Freezer. What actor plays Apophis? Peter Pete Williams. Williams. Big Pete dog. Yeah, yeah. He also denied have milk. Do you want some milk? No, thank you. Deny that. Denied doing in the cafeteria. Oh, you didn't say doing. Yeah, I did. You said, what did he deny? Wouldn't Listen to the so. tape, you piece mm. of shit. Let's see that. In an instant replay. What did Tilk deny doing in the cafeteria? It's always hard every you week listen. now. It's, it's always hard to know what's more lacking, Reese's knowledge or Brennan's ability to write cogent questions. Or f- who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's lacking is Maddie trying to come up with a good segment. <laughs> hey, that's my role. She's sitting right here. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought you did a double whammy with me and Brendan. I just had to return serve. You stupid son of a bitch. Oh, God, he comes back from the great beyond to do it again. Yeah, well. Goddamn son of a bitch. I got one last week, so that's that's (laughs) all that matters. That is episode 130 of Get Into Gate. Thanks for joining us this week and every week. We will be back next week to talk Memento. Douche chills, man. The third last episode of season six. Oh, this is one. Hallelujah! This is one Ashley O loves. Memento. Yeah. That's right, and she can't explain why. Will Reese be the same? Find out next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts on our podcasting channels. Just pick which one's your favorite. We're going to be there too. We're even on YouTube. As you see, go and subscribe and like and watch with the window hidden. Do everything you can. Support the show, listen to the show, watch Mm. the show. Uh, Like, subscribe, all that on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or send us an off-world activation. Get into gate at gmail.com. If you... If you don't want a massive change, but you just want a little changeling, <laughs> jump on to patreon.com forward slash get into gate. If you want to be one of the uh, alien species from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the changelings, jump on our Patreon. Just the line oh. has to be drawn here. This far and no Someone needs to read these out then. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to read out our new patrons. But you tell me. 
Well, we don't know how to sell it properly, but a big shout out to our new patrons on patreon.com forward slash get into gate. Tate Myers! Tate! Tato! Sarah Rootlinger! <laughs> Sarah, Sarah. What are we rolling with here? We're going with Sarah, Sarah Rootlinger, and uh, Dustin Puckett. Oh, we're going to have some fun with you, old Zucko. Dustin, Dustin Puckett. Dustin Puckett. The Puck Dog. Get Pucked. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll catch you back next week for Memento episode 20 of season 6 of Stargate SG1 right here on Get It A Gate. Get Into Geek.